0: Blog Talk Radio. Being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan.
1: Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ.
0: To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian non-profit organization.
1: Tens of thousands of miracles, signs and wonders over the years, all over the globe. I personally have witnessed tens of thousands of miracles. Obviously, the greatest being the salvation of a lost soul. God, though, has allowed myself to witness many other miracles and signs and wonders that brought him glory. I made a brief list of some of the miracles we have witnessed over the years, miracles of healing. We have witnessed hurting individuals being healed of every kind and form of sickness, affliction, and disease known to man, including dumbness, paralysis, cancer, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, arthritis. Mental illness, sexual dysfunctions, STDs, skin rashes, addictions, cysts, bleeding problems, epilepsy, muteness, blindness, severe physical pains, and I could go on and on and on. Tens of thousands of individuals healed and supernaturally cured by Jesus Christ. My family and I, we have witnessed miracles of the casting out of demons. We have literally witnessed tens of thousands of hurting individuals being set free from demons, from evil spirits. I've personally been involved in tens of thousands of encounters with the demonic. Families set free from severe hauntings, demonic attacks. Individuals set free from demonic oppression and possession. We've dealt with cases where there's been one demon, and those cases where people have been afflicted by millions of demons. And like I mentioned just a moment ago, we've witnessed miracles of salvation. I've had the high honor to travel throughout North America, here in North America, and the world, introducing people to the loving Savior, Jesus Christ. And witnessing firsthand souls being regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit. This truly is an incredible miracle. As someone surrenders to Jesus Christ and experiences the supernatural, miraculous new birth. I've witnessed miracles over nature. On a few occasions, I've been led to take authority over the elements and I've seen God answer our prayers. Angelic miracles. I've had the high honor of warring against demons with the assistance of God's holy angels. I've hosted many angels in my home over the years, and I've seen their supernatural work on my behalf countless times. Miracles of provision. I've been fortunate to be part of the most, some of the most miraculous provisions that you can imagine, miracles of protection. As many, as many of you know, I've endured dozens and dozens of incidents that involved severe persecutions, physically beaten, jailed, interrogated, detained, poisoned, strangled. cut by knives, threatened with pistols. Some of the most severe beatings you can imagine, dozens of beatings in the head to the point of losing consciousness. Some serious, serious attempts on my life. Dozens and dozens of attempts on my life, actually. Assassination attempts. I have witnessed the miracle of protection. I'm still standing and still standing for Jesus Christ. Thirty now my thirty third year of gospel ministry. And I have encountered unusual, extraordinary miracles, which I want to really focus on tonight as we examine translocation. That's a that's another miraculous wonder and act and supernatural deed that I have been able to participate in, in a few dozen times. We're, we're going to examine translocation. And by the way, this will be a, a series of podcasts where we examine some of the most extraordinary miracles known to man. We're going to examine translocation, other curious miracles. You know, the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 19 Employed handkerchiefs, aprons to drive out evil spirits and bring healing to bodies. I have used blankets, towels, for example, consecrated by God through prayer to drive out evil spirits. I, I have believed God to do what, was, what many would consider to be impossible. Remember, God delights in doing what man considers impossible impossible and all these years god has allowed me to be a part to my family of many of his miracles through the years though every one of them is important to god a few have stood out there have been there were curious miracles that i want to briefly recount with you on the podcast tonight and I'm hoping that these stories would encourage you and build your faith in the midst of this coronavirus commotion, that these incredible acts of the supernatural – I'm kind of just tired of talking about the coronavirus, to be honest with you. Coronavirus this, coronavirus that. The enemy would like for us – I mean, I get the fact that this is a major issue. The world is in a crisis. I get the fact that millions, billions of people are being impacted. And we'll continue to minister to those being affected by the coronavirus on multiple levels, as I did the past few nights. But I feel the need to encourage, to build you up, and so we can fight back. You know, the media, the world system, the powers of the Antichrist are making out to this coronavirus. As being unstoppable. It is not unstoppable. God will stop it. I'm here to tell you on the basis of God's holy word nothing is impossible for my God. Nothing is impossible. Our God is a living God. And I'm here to tell you tonight God is able. God is, He's a miracle working God. He's a God that delights in signs and wonders. I'm not going to bow to coronavirus. I don't want you bowing to coronavirus. Coronavirus has to bow to us by virtue of who we are in Jesus Christ. Every power is in submission to us. Every single power is in submission to us by virtue of who we are in Jesus Christ. If you've been born again, you're in Christ. So where's Christ at? Well, the Bible says in so many different places, he's at the right hand. The Father. Now, where's that? Well, if you look at Ephesians chapter 1, the Apostle Paul speaking to the church at Ephesus, he says in verse 20, when he worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, who raised Jesus from the dead? The Father did. God the Father. Verse 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also that in which is to come. And he put all things, all things, the Bible says in verse 23, under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things, over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Jesus is the head and he has put all things in verse 22. He has put all things. Coronavirus is under the feet of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It doesn't touch Jesus. It doesn't touch Jesus. Coronavirus does not touch. No no power touches the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I am and my father are one in John 10 30. You think anybody could touch the father? No. Can anybody touch the son? No. He's put all things under his feet, including the coronavirus. And I'm hoping these signs and wonders will encourage you and build your faith during these dark days of the coronavirus commotion. And I want you to believe that, that God There's nothing impossible for our God. Now man, what man would consider impossible, possible for God. Don't think for a moment that the coronavirus somehow catches God off guard. It's crazy. God is in control. His son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is at his right hand. Everything is under the control and the power of God of Jesus Christ. Everything submits to him. You will bow. That's right. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. I confess that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Lord. And perhaps you're listening right now. I want to give everybody an opportunity right now. We have many listeners. We have listeners throughout this world. What a privilege and honor right now. Time is, there's an, there's an urgency. Today is the day of salvation. I want you to pray with me we're We're broadcasting this this podcast and distributing this podcast to dozens of platforms, some of the largest digital platforms on earth and we want to give everybody an opportunity to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. Many are fearful many are terrorized and tormented by this coronavirus commotion. perhaps you are. Fearful, you're and many most people are right now. Now, I, yes, I understand. Use precaution, be reasonable, be use common sense, wash your hands, uh, build up your immunity. You know, I, I, one thing I do personally is I take thousands of milligrams every day of of vitamin C, multivitamins, building up. Zinc and garlic, building up my immunity. Exercise. But you need to trust in the blood of Jesus Christ. Sure, God has, wants us to do what we can do on our end, but we need to trust in the blood of Jesus Christ. I would start drinking the blood. <laughs> Nobody's going to tell you that. I will. Start taking the blood of Jesus every night. Throughout the day. Start drinking the blood of Jesus. You want to talk about some spiritual immunity? You want to talk about some physical immunity? Start partaking of the blood of the Lamb, repenting of your sin, remembering the death of Jesus Christ, the power of his resurrection. Partake of his holy blood, his sacrificial blood, the blood that he shed on the cross for you, for me. He loves you, my friend. And perhaps you're listening to this podcast. I don't doesn't matter where you're at in the world, and we're so fortunate to have listeners throughout the world. People get saved during our podcast, get healed, delivered from evil spirits, experience other extraordinary miracles. Perhaps right now you need to get saved. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like James says in James chapter 4 the New Testament, why you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Your life is like a mist. It'll appear for a little while, vanish. It's gone. What are you going to do then? Do you know Jesus? Are you going to have eternal life, everlasting life with him? Spend eternity with him? Or will you be in hell, suffering for all eternity? Life is short, my friends. Right now, repent. Jesus says, unless you repent, you will likewise perish. Churn from your wicked ways. Acknowledge to God that you have sinned. I'm going to lead you to prayer. Even now, God loves you. He wants to transform and change your life now. I wasn't planning on giving the invitation at this very moment, but many are listening. Many are seeking God. Many need need to be born again. Pray with me. All prayers is talking to a God who loves you, who cares for you. Pray with me. Just simply say, with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth, Jesus. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Say, Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Right now, verbalize. Thank you, Jesus, for the shedding of your holy blood for my sins. I repent, churn from wickedness, and churn to you, Jesus Christ, who died on my behalf. I promise to follow you in obedience to you. Tonight, I'm, I'm following you. Today, I'm following you, Jesus, God in the flesh. Thank you, Jesus, for the power of your resurrection. I believe. Live within me with your power, your joy, your strength. I promise to serve you and to love you and to worship you for the rest of my life in Jesus' name. Now, if you said that simple prayer, email me. J at Missions dot com. That's J J A Y at jbartlandmissions so I can send you some resources to help you in this new walk with Jesus Christ. I have much more I want to talk about as we discuss this whole subject of miracles and examining translocation, other curious miracle- miracles on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. And I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance.
0: Preaching the gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith.
1: Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Saad and Wad and shot them. Wad was killed instantly, and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home.
0: Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-VOICE. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.
1: Back to Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. Thank you for taking a few moments of your time to be with us. It was unexpected. I was on a mission to encourage a family that was enduring some of the most horrific satanic attacks you can imagine. They were living in, in truly in a haunted house. Well, while visiting this family and ministering to them, I was asked to attend a local Christian home prayer group one night to share some of my experiences in the area of the deliverance ministry. I got gladly accepted, and I shared with a small group of believers some of my experiences. And the group seemed to be very interested in the stories of God's power over the enemy. Towards the end of the talk, I asked everyone to join me in prayer. Now, up to this point, the night seemed to be uneventful. Nothing out of the ordinary occurred, and I was just pleased to have the opportunity to to share with this small group of fellow believers. The Holy Spirit, however, was at at work. After praying for this small group, a a young young woman began to sob. I inquired what was wrong. I heard a voice speak to me while you prayed, Pastor Jay. What did the voice say to you, I asked. It said, we are not leaving. I knew instantly whom
0: we were dealing
1: with, an evil spirit, hell bent on destroying this young woman's life. So I approached her and told her that we would be dealing with this spirit that was tormenting her. I command the demon that was speaking to this young woman to subject itself to the lordship of Jesus Christ. I sternly spoke to the spirit inside of this woman. Suddenly, the demons manifested and pushed the young lady off the chair that she had been sitting on, onto the floor. The demons within her growled, causing her pain, contorted her body, and caused her to go into convulsions. Several of the ladies, including some family that was, that was with me, rushed to her aid in attempt to assist her. The demons began to thrash her around her body violently jerking in various directions. Some of the ladies were having great difficulty in keeping her from hitting herself on the living room furniture. I was concerned for her well-being. We were all praying for God to intervene, and then God spoke to my heart. I asked everyone to step aside and stop restraining her. We need divine intervention, I believe. And the good Lord impressed on my heart to ask his angels to intervene so I called forth the angels to travel to where we were to assist us in warn against these demons which controlled this young lady immediately the holy angels came into the room and obeyed my command now you may be saying can we really command angels what does Jesus say in John chapter 14 verses 12 13 and 14 if you Jesus says if you ask angels. Anything in my name, I will do it. Did Jesus command angels around? You better believe it. Look with me in John fourteen. People often ask me, "Do we have this ability to to speak to angels?" And what well, Jesus did, and Jesus says this: "Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works." Then these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. It's pretty clear, is it not? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything, did you hear those words? If you ask anything in my name, I will do it pretty clear, isn't it? I think it's very clear. So we asked the angels to come. I asked the angels to pick her up off the floor and to place her in the chair that she had originally sat on before the demons had pushed her off. Within a minute or so, the angels, unseen by the eye, though very visible in their work, picked the girl up and gradually lifted her off the floor then placed her in the chair angels were picking her up there was this incredible holy silence and a collective sigh as the believers witnessed the angels working a miracle on the behalf of this tormented soul God's angels actually restrained picked her up and placed this young girl in her chair without any human assistance. We simply observed the angels working on on the behalf of the one that was being demonized. Everyone in the room was stunned. God is so faithful. With the angels' help and the believers' intercession, we were able to deal with the demonic powers and control the woman, and we drove the demons out of her body in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. She was delivered and healed. There was a time when when I was in, in London, in Europe, in London, UK, when I had the opportunity to minister to a woman named Kendall, who reached out to us inquiring about receiving spiritual help from the evil spirits that had been tormenting her. Only 17 years old, Kendall had already endured enough terror for a lifetime, years of satanic bondage, addiction to self-mutilation, childhood sexual abuse, brainwashing, and numerous emotional ills. Knowing she had not surrendered her life to Jesus Christ, I began to pray for her salvation, and shortly thereafter, God answered my prayers, and Kendall prayed to receive Jesus Christ into her life. And then I proceeded to pray about seeing her find freedom from the evil spirits that were afflicting her internally. Now, the weeks leading up to the meeting with Kendall was incredibly spiritually intense, as I received on a nearly daily basis death threats from the evil spirits that controlled this woman. They would send the threats via email to, to me. I just continued to persevere with the belief that God would use the numerous demons that had afflicted her. Fortunately, by God's grace, we were, we were able to travel to the UK to meet her for over 20 hours. That's right, 20 hours. Over the course of a, several days, we battled many, many demonic spirits. One demonic spirit that we battled with was named death. As soon as this spirit manifested within this young lady, her eyes immediately went to the back of her head where all I saw was the white of her eyes. I began to confront the demon in the power of the Holy Spirit. I began to read the scriptures and ask for the angels to torment the demons by singing praises to God. The spiritual pressure drove the evil spirits within young Kendall. They actually they caused her to they, they made her pick up from the ho- pick her up from the hotel sitting area where we were meeting towards the washroom. Then the demon of death, after bringing the young girl into the washroom, upon her some severe paralysis that brought her in in, an inability, she was unable to move or to function as a human, as a normal human. She literally could not move. She was severely impaired to carry out any kind of activity. Kendall was no longer in control, but rather the spirit. Kendall went into a demonized coma, serious demonized coma state. This demonic paralysis was so severe that we began to ask God to help in assisting her. In the power of God and through the angels, the holy angels, we commanded the paralysis to cease and for her to move. I commanded her to move. She began to move. God answered the prayers. I commanded the paralysis to be lifted off. God took away the paralysis and she began to walk. Now, it it took her perhaps probably a half an hour or so to walk perhaps 15 feet, uh, 4 meters or so. But she did walk. God and, and his holy angels took away the demonic paralysis and forced the demons to get back into the sitting area so we might be able to continue the ministry to young Kendall. You know, this reminded me of the Apostle Paul who ministered to someone who had experienced some paralysis. Acts chapter 9, verses 32, 33, 34. Peter traveled from place to place to visit the believers. And in his travels, he came to the Lord's people in the town of Lydia. There he met a man who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. The man, he was, inst- he was healed instantly. Kendall was paralyzed by demonic powers. But God intervened and removed the paralysis and caused her to walk. What a mighty God we serve. Kendall was set free from the demons and was encouraged to walk in the liberty that the Son of God gave her. You know, over the years, I've also had the honor to perform, in the name of Jesus Christ, some extraordinary. Now, those miracle stories were were incredible. But some unusual miracles, such as utilizing objects to heal the sick, to deliver souls from evil spirits. Moreover, we have raised the dead. I've raised the dead four times, performed spiritual surgery, called forth angels to perform mighty acts such as lifting demonized individuals off the earth and restraining them. And like I mentioned before, supernatural protection from the enemies of the cross. I'll never forget time I was involved in a powerful deliverance session with a father and his daughter and in that session his daughter died. The demonic killed her. I mean she had no pulse. Her body was limp, had stopped breathing and was cold. She was dead. This was one of the most intense deliverances. Obviously, somebody dies that I've been involved in. But the demons were expelled. I mean, the demons were within the young lady who had traveled with her father to receive freedom from the demons that were tormenting her. The first spirit that surfaced that night was named Blasphemy, he was quite aggressive violent, took three men to hold her and God's holy angels. He spoke in different demonic languages, crossed her eyes, disfigured her body, manifested various burning smells within the room, exhibited supernatural power and extreme blasphemy. During the battle, we utilized holy water, consecrated objects, praise and worship the scriptures and the only and the holy angels. All these weapons greatly weakened the demon. In fact, the spirit of blasphemy was literally burned by the consecrated cross when I placed it in her hand. Her hand had physical marks due to the cross burning her, but God healed her and the marks were completely gone. We expelled hundreds of these demons. Then another spirit surfaced, destroyer, surfaced. And he was entirely different in a higher-level demonic entity that literally put her to death at least four times during the deliverance. No pulse, no breathing whatsoever. Cold, limp body, no life. Along with the destroyer was a spirit named slayer, of millions, slayer of millions, who had been in the bloodline for thousands of years and boasted of, of destroying many, many lives. These spirits killed this woman, as you can imagine. The lady's father was frantic, but maintained his faith in Jesus. But obviously, he seeing her dead. She was gone. The demon had killed her. But with the commands of Jesus Christ, we spoke life and raised her back to life. I breathed in her via her mouth. The life of the Holy Spirit came into her, and she was revived. And in each instance, when she was in the state of death, I had to breathe life in her. Jesus answered our prayers and raised her back from from death to life. I should note that during this incredible intense deliverance while praying over her head the demon was able to snap at me at one point and got a hold of my right pointer finger and clamped down on it and all I thought was it's going to chew my finger right off as it sneered and rejoiced that it had me the pain my friends was (laughs) I can't begin to even describe it but God healed me one time the demons choked The father and spat in my face. The demons violently disfigured her and called for reinforcements. However, God prevailed. Thousands of these demons were driven out of her in Jesus' name. Like I mentioned, they had entered her through ancestral Satan worship back many, many generations ago in her bloodline. Now I rejoice in the goodness of God as this dear woman was healed, delivered from thousands of evil spirits and experience a resurrection a number of times. You know, these very curious miracles, unusual miracles, are real. This is not fantasy. These actually happen. And over the years, I've been able to witness tens of thousands of various kinds of signs and wonders, miracles, and supernatural acts. We're examining some of the stories. Looking, in, looking into some of the stories. I want to look at. At the subject of translocation. Removing animals. And objects out of people's bodies. There's so much more I want to talk about. But I need to take just a few moments. And encourage you my brother and sister. In Jesus Christ. You can have a part. And helping this small global Jesus mission to continue our rescue missions throughout the world to rescue souls from the powers of of darkness by the superior powers of Jesus Christ. And I would encourage you, if you have an opportunity, get to my website, com. That's com, And go to our donate page. And consider supporting this ministry, this international mission, that is literally touching the world with the love and the power of Jesus Christ. Right in the middle of the the menu, there's a donut page, donut page, where you could donate. And you will see there's various options for where you could donate. Now, I would encourage everybody, if you have an opportunity, why don't you give via texting? To receive gifts via text, all you need to do is send a text message with the dollar amount. Like if you're wanting to send ten, just put $10 or $50, $100, $1,000 to our reserved and secured phone number, 949-799-1016. That's 949 799 16. If this is your first time giving this way, you'll have to fill out a short form with your billing information. And after the initial setup, giving is, is, is as easy as sending a text message. That's 949-799-1016. 949-799-1016. Now, the best way to send funds is through Zeal. Or transfer wire funds to our mission account. You can find more of information at jbartlandmissions.com. But if you want to send by Zeal instantly, use my email privatej at gmail dot com. That's private j a y at gmail dot com. Now, if those of you in Canada. We have many listeners, as many of you know, I live part-time in Vancouver, British Columbia. And we oversee a Jesus Church in the Vancouver area. If any of my Canadian partners would like to give, you can e-transfer using my email, privatej at com. And by the way, our if you need any information on our Canadian outreach, the Jesus Church in Canada – The Jesus Church here in the U.S., we oversee a Jesus Church in Southern California, in Pasadena. Feel free to give us a call at 877-483-5519. 877-483-5519. You know, God has bestowed upon this global mission an extraordinary ability to gently guide individuals into the heavenly realms where thousands are encountering the risen Jesus and experiencing numerous heavenly wonders. We have perhaps created the world's largest video collection of testimonies of those being caught up into the third heaven and experiencing the joys and the wonders and the glories of God's heaven. These thrilling videos from around the world demonstrate that God loves and cares for us. Taste of His powers at jbartlandmissions.com. Heavenly Experiences are for real. Watch and see JBartlettMissions.com. Are you needing spiritual intervention, immediate assistance in removing demons, and healing for your broken heart? We're able to travel to your location and meet you, to pray with you, to minister to you and your family. Now, these are limited sessions and there's only a limited sessions available so please contact us today to schedule a personal confidential loving ministry session with us today you can call us at 877 483 5519 or email us at j, jay at com. that's j j a y at com. Now, our mission organization is based in Southern California at 530 South Lake Avenue, Suite 922 in Pasadena, California, 91101. Visit us at jbartlandmissions.com. 877 483 5519 is our number, and our email again is jay at jbartlandmissions.com. We're here to serve you. We're here to love you. We're here to point you to Jesus Christ. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. Back to Deliverance, I'm Jay Bartlett, and we're discussing and we're examining some curious signs and wonders, miracles, examining translocation, other curious miracles. Now, Speaking about translocation, we'll talk more about this incredible supernatural act in a future podcast, but in Acts chapter 8, we read of a man, his name is Philip, he's an evangelist, and in fact, this man has incredible ministry. If you look on, early on in Acts chapter 8, if you look at verse 4, it speaks about this man. He was one who was scattered. He And he, in particular, verse 5, speaks about him going down to the city of Samaria, preaching Jesus to them. Now verse 6, this is Acts chapter 8, verse 6. And the multitudes, with one accord, heeded the things spoken by Philip, and, and hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Verse 7, for unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many were paralyzed, and lame were healed, and there was great joy in that city. That's why we like to do signs of wonders and miracles. It brings great joy to people. But we see in Acts chapter 8, not only did he disseminate the miraculous works of Jesus Christ, he experienced an incredible miracle himself. Philip, at one point, was baptizing an Ethiopian eunuch. And it says in Acts chapter 8, verse 38, that when Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him, in verse 39, when he had when they come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. So here's a man who was performing great miracles. Here he was involved in, in leading a a man to, to faith in Jesus Christ, water baptizing him. Then suddenly the, the spirit of the living God caught Philip away. So he was at point A, But then he disappeared. God picked him up physically and took him to another location. Point B. Now when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more. The man disappeared. He went into another place, another location to minister. Verse 40. But Philip was found At at He was found in another city And passing through He preached in all the cities He went to various cities Amazing, astounding And this is something I've experienced I have been carried away I've had At least a few dozen times I've had many people contact me Throughout the world Primarily in the Middle East In the Middle East, in Africa, and here in North America, where people have reported seeing me in their locations, when in reality, in, in, in terms of my body, I was not in their location. Part of my life was carried away by the Holy Spirit, and I ministered deliverance and healing and proclaiming the gospel. Translocation is a powerful weapon in the hands of God. And there's so much more I want to to share with you about this fascinating, curious wonder. I've experienced translocation at least a few dozen times. It's astounding. All these miracles are astounding. And what do they do? They point people to the reality of the love and the power of Jesus Christ. And I'm hoping that you were encouraged tonight, that nothing's impossible for our great God. And as Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. You can do miracles too. And in the days, and the weeks, in the months, in the years to come, you'll be carrying out miraculous wonders. I bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen.